BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com, and today I'm excited to have Chad Moretta from App Empire 2.0 joining me today to answer your questions about the mobile app business. Now, as many of you guys know, I interviewed Chad uh, a few weeks ago on my YouTube channel and on my podcast on how he's built... Uh, several very successful mobile app businesses, and the responses from that were amazing. A lot of people had a lot of questions for Chad. Um, since then, Chad's been working with his par- uh, partner, Carter Thomas, and Amazing.com to make available App Empire 2.0, which so far people have been loving as well. Um, app Empire 2.0 teaches from start to finish how to build a mobile app. And uh, it's actually only going to be available for a few more days, and I'll provide uh, the information for that below this video that you guys can access, just below in the description. And just as a reminder as well, I do have a special $1,600 plus bonus offer for people that decide to join App Empire, which you can also learn a lot more about below this video as well. Now, many of you guys have submitted questions for Chad, and I'm excited to jump into them. There's uh, quite a few questions that you guys have submitted, so we'll try to get through um, as many of them as possible. But Chad, I want to thank you, man, just for your time doing this. No problem. It's my pleasure. Love to uh, answer any questions we have. So uh, let's get ready with this. Awesome, man. All right. Well, the first question is there's actually three questions from someone named Jacob. And first question yep. is how can I find good? Uh, how can I find a good idea for an app? And do I need programming skills? And the third one, just real quick, is what's the business model when it comes to monetizing an app? Got it. Got it. Um, so, yeah, what I would say to him is basically, you know, I mean, there's there's multiple ways to obviously come up with a funny idea. Um, we have a software that we've developed where you can use the software and then basically it shows you, you know, apps that are trending and, and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, for the most part, what I've been able to do and kind of the manual way throughout the, you know, since 2009 is it's all in market research. So the market is constantly giving us sort of these clues of what we should be doing. And so um, I go on there and I basically read the market and, and you know pick my ideas from there. And I have a very specific way of doing that. And that's what leads to you know most apps that we do making money is because you know I can see what, what apps are high in demand and also you know what work as far as a, somewhat of a cheaper app to get in there. Um, does that answer his question on that one? Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. 
Yeah. And, and then, and then now, you, what was the follow-up for that? Yeah, yeah sorry. So I'm able to stick to one question at a time. Uh, yeah, follow-up. No, no, no. so, so basically what you're saying is you, you, you have a, a method, a system that you teach where you find, you know, which apps are selling, what's trending, and that's, you know, really that's, making sure there's a market first and foremost to ensure that your apps yes. are going to be successful. Awesome. Exactly. Uh, yep. Second question was, do I need programming skills? Uh, so no, definitely not. I mean, I, I don't have programming skills now, uh, and I think... You know, if you do have them, it's okay because you can communicate maybe better with your your team, your programmers. But I think it's such an advantage because you know you can wear the business owner hat. You can look at sort of your your complete business plan, and you can come up with new ideas. You can work on your marketing, and you can outsource it. So this this isn't to really replace a job as far as one to one. It's to create a business that works while you don't. And so typically, if you're not the programmer, you can work on the business. And not just one hack, and that's important. Very important. Awesome. Uh, next question was: What's the business model when it comes to monetizing the app? Yeah, so the business model that has changed throughout the years uh, really depends on which app you're going after. So, um, freemium is you know it's most of the apps, about ninety percent of the apps that are making the most majority of the money are freemium, and so they do that by in-app purchases and they do it by you know ads. So what's really nice about free apps are, you know, you have, you basically have this ad network inside of your apps. And so when someone downloads it, you don't have to do anything else. It just shows that ad network. And then you start getting money from, from the ads. From an in-app purchase standpoint, you, you develop a pattern. So you basically make sure you give the user value. And as soon as they get value, you offer them something. And that's where people push the in-app purchases button. And, uh, and, and immediately make money. So that's what's cool about apps. It's, it's impetuous. They push a button. They, they click one thing. And now it's on their phone. And when they're getting a motion, playing a game or whatever, then you preempt them to, to buy something. You give them value. You hit them when they're emotional. And then they spend money in your app and you keep that customer. So, you know, the model, I would say, is uh, value. Uh, and you know, as far as, as far as like premium or freemium, if you give them value, you can sort of do either way, depending on how big your market is. If it's a smaller market, you want a premium version. You want a more expensive version because if it's a niche market, typically those markets will buy almost all the apps inside of there. Those are calendar apps or like hiking apps or skiing apps or it's a smaller group, right? But they will spend $3.99 on that app. Um, so it really is dependent upon that, but if you give value and at the right time and you see what's working, it's pretty easy to figure out what your model would be. And will you typically have a model before you launch the app or, you know, maybe once you launch it, you'll maybe test a few different uh, ways to monetize it? Yeah, good question. So I'll look because typically there are, we're not reinventing the wheel. So there are apps that are similar by nature and I can see how they're monetizing. So I typically will go in with data and say, okay, well, they're monetizing this way, so let me sort of do that myself. But I always love having – this is what I do. I love it. I, I, I have two apps. I tell my developers when I send it out, I say, this one code, that's one code, I want three apps out of it. And out of those three apps, I want um, a free and a paid. And so what I do is I launch every app with the ability to go free or paid and, um, and I can always change it right on the fly. So I split test it when I launch. I've got two apps. I, I test one at one price. I test one at free with ads in there. And I see what makes me the most amount of money. And then I can just switch back and forth. So it's a really cool 
pretty easy uh, that's, you know, system. That's genius, man. That's awesome. That, that, that right yeah. there, I mean, having that mentality when you launch something, that, that's, that's awesome. All yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, awesome, man. All right, next question is from Ev- uh, Evgeny, and this is actually a common question. I'm sure you get this uh, quite a bit as well, but it's, uh, the question is, hey, Chad, how much will it cost to get my first app built? So that depends on, obviously, which app you build, Jenny. Uh, it's a great question, though, and a lot of people think that you have to spend uh, a ton of money to get into the, the business, and that, you know, that's definitely not true. So my, my first app was Fingerprint Security Pro, and what we did was um, you, when you build code, you build an app, like that strategy of getting three apps for one or four apps for one, um, I spent $1,200. And I was able to build three apps with it, which was about $400 an app. And I changed the themes in it. So one was like this James Bond one. One was, you know what I mean? So there's a way to do it where you're not spending a lot of money. And as you're making money, because the, the goal is to get cash flow positive as soon as possible, right? That's the thing is we want to get our business so it's making money and we're not there spending all the time trading our time for our money. And so once you do that and then you can start scaling up, maybe you spend a little bit more on your next app, right? And then you spend a little bit more, but it's really about the education part of it because you're starting to understand how the app store works and how you can sort of make money with this and grow your portfolio. Um, so I would get into it as cheap as possible with being able to give the user as much value as possible. You don't want to come into the marketplace with a cheap app, throwing something together, but you also should not and and you know ever spend over five grand when you first start out in the app business. No way. Awesome. Uh, here's a question from Paul. Uh, he says, I've been thinking about getting into making mobile apps for some time now. However, every time I think of an idea or an app, it's already been created. I suppose my question is, how do you come up with fresh ideas in an absolutely saturated field? Interesting. Yeah. So, um, first of all, there's, there's a plethora of ideas. You can never stop coming up with ideas because, you know, the competition is really just showing you what the market wants. And there's a lot of ways to cross-pollinate. So if I look at a camera app that's doing something in this area, and then I look at, say, another um, weather app that's doing something, I can see what they're doing. And a lot of times combine a few apps together. Um, but there's always a market. Like I'm seeing apps now that are crushing it that came out back in 2009, same exact app, and they're just adding a fresh look to it. They're adding like a new flavor to it because it's six years new, right? And so just like movies, you look at all the, the Marvel movies and stuff like that, they're just they're just redoing the same stuff. So what's great about it is that you can look back in the app store and see what's worked and add your own sort of um, you know angle to that and, and not to spend a lot of money. And typically... I mean, what we teach is how to make money with it. So a lot of people that are oversaturating the, those apps, they might not be making money, right? You might be seeing it and think it's making a lot of money, but, you know, we teach you not just how to get into the top rankings, but how to actually monetize uh, on top of that. So it's a very different game when you look at it that way. We're very strategic. Awesome. Okay, another question that I have is, can I do App Empire and get into the mobile app business if I live outside of North America and if English isn't my first language? Uh, yes, yes, you totally can. Um, so we're having a lot of our students actually outside of the U.S. that have had really good results. Uh, it is a worldwide business, right? I mean, it's you can do it anywhere. And sometimes it's actually 
an advantage in the sense of the U.S. is definitely the best store, the biggest store, right, at the most money, but it's also where all eyeballs are focused. So if you want to look at some quick ways to make some money where no one's really looking at, you start looking at stores outside of the U.S. and you start localizing for that store. So I don't know where this person's from, but, you know, if you're from Brazil or, or you know, whatever, you want to change it to Portuguese. So you can take your marketing materials, the same ones that you made. We talk about screenshots, your icon, your title, and then you just localize it into Portuguese for that language. And then you submit it to the store. Well, guess what? A lot of developers are lazy. They don't want to do that. And so you, you have two apps together. One is in the localized language, and you have one that's in English. You're going to win out. So there's an advantage of being international. There's an advantage of sort of focusing on some of these markets that people aren't focusing on and getting data, making your app better, and then launching it to the U.S. and Canada and U.K. and stuff like that once you've sort of soft-launched. So I think it's a great thing. Perfect. All right, here's a question from Nico. He said, uh, it says, how or when would you go about patenting an app idea? And when starting out, do you suggest using an alias as a name? Uh, good question. All right, alias as a name. Hmm, I haven't actually had that one before. So uh, I, I would actually, an alias as a name is a great idea, depending on what you're trying to do. Um, but know that, the, your name or company name or stuff like that is a lot of times it's, it's keyword specific. So like you can actually get, uh, you know, really strong keywords for that title name that count as value triggers for your app. So if you want to do an alias name, make it at least a keyword name that's related to your app. That's the first thing. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I would, I would probably, you know, focus on, you know, getting it as an individual name, but then putting it as a company because you can switch apps back and forth. So when I when I sign up for a developer, I'll have three app companies because I'll have skins. I'm not going to take an app that I have a skin on and put it in the same company. I'll do that version I told you about, getting three apps out of one. And I'll have different angles, different themes in these different companies. So it's really separated. And uh, if some work, I put it into my one container company. If they don't work, I'll kill the app or I'll relaunch it for something else. Does that make sense? Yep, yep. No, that's awesome. All right, let's yeah. move along here. Um, okay, another question. Does this business only work for iOS or could it be for Android as well? I have an iPhone but do not have a MacBook at all, only a laptop with Windows. So I, 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 I've gotten this question before. So basically, is there any restrictions if you're a PC guy, if you're an Android person? I mean, you can do it for sure, PC, especially Android. You definitely, I mean, having a PC is fine. Um, I, I think if you're going to jump into iOS, um, I, would get a, I would get a MacBook, uh, and I would recommend you do, but you don't have to. Uh, you definitely can do a PC. We have people that use PCs all the time. Uh, it's just my preference just because, you know, you're going to use a lot of, depending on if you're, you know, simulating or if you're uploading. It really depends if you're uploading your own apps. If you're not really uploading your own apps and doing with all that stuff, it doesn't matter that much. Um, and I might be a little biased because I like Mac products. So <laughs> the functionality is the same, but I'm a little biased. I'm a, I'm a Mac guy too, so we always recommend uh, uh, Macs. <laughs> We're drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. For sure. Okay, here, here's a question from Rick. I'm not sure if you, you understand this one or not, but he just uh, wants to know, okay. how complex is the system requirements and user requirements for creating a mobile application? 
so the requirements, I mean, it depends on obviously what type of application you're going for. I think that's what he's saying. He's saying, um, so yeah, like you, you can't, Apple doesn't want you to spam users. Apple doesn't want you to, you know, really mess around with any of the internal functioning features. Um, you know, Apple is big on privacy, so they don't want you to steal people's information uh, and stuff like that. They don't want you having to buy reviews, uh, and they do change them here or there, but it's pretty easy. Just It's a standard agreement. Just check it out. As long as you stay clear of some of the major flags, you're, you should be fine. I wouldn't worry about that too much. Okay, cool. Uh, here's a question from Zork. <laughs> um, so does your program teach a person how to actually come up with new app ideas that can make a full-time income? Yes, we've already answered that. Uh, because I only use fitness-related apps personally, and so I do not know what features or design would be best. So I think he's asking, do you, can you design, you know, do you have to design an app that you're into personally yourself, or can you do something maybe that you know got nothing it. about? Got it, got it. Yeah, no, that's a great question, wonderful question. So you can do apps on anything. It doesn't have to be anything that you're you know, passionate about. Um, we show you the model on how to make money. Yes, definitely placing a full-time job. Um, again, a lot of students, you know, have seen way past that income. And therefore, for apps that, you know, usually have uh, entertainment proportion like games or utilitarian, so some type of function, right, pictures or um, editing, video editing and stuff like that. But what I have noticed is, um, you know, and it's, it's like Seth Godin's like a dip test. If you are passionate about it, if you are the demographic, then A, you're, you're going to stay with it faster. Right? You're not going to just have ADD and say squirrel and jump to something else. Uh, and you're also going to understand it better. So you know how to give it new features, right? I know the things that I love. I'm the customer. So, you know, all we are as entrepreneurs, we're solving problems constantly. And if I'm looking at a specific app that I use and I know my friends use because we hang out with like-minded people, then I can see that problem usually faster than somebody else. So I can address it faster than somebody else, which means that's my competitive advantage in the store, right? So that's your advantage as well. And let's just be real. You want I mean, you're going to want to use your own app, right? So if you're using an app now and you're like, oh, I could probably do this better. You're probably already saying that because we're all using apps that we think we can do better, then that's typically a good start, and you want to be proud of it. You know, I've done app where it's made a lot of money, but I was like, eh, it's cool, but it's, you know, it's not something I feel amazing about. And then I've done apps where I felt proud, and I could say, yeah, I did this app, like, check it out, check out this this function, and, and they love it, and I love it. So that's the difference there, I think, your, your longevity within a business that makes you feel good. Great. Um, here's a question I've gotten, I think, twice here. Um, how long would you say roughly it takes to go from, you know, maybe starting out to getting a, an app developed and before you can maybe re, uh, realistically expect to start making some money? Yeah, so it depends on a few things. Uh, you, you know, we teach get money back as soon as possible. So you can, you know, create your own app. That's one way of doing it. And, you know, from if I was to coach someone from inception in your head to get out into the store, you could draw something out in a few days, a um, few days of research, get it into a development team, and then you can launch it about a week or so. Um, uh, in theory, uh, I've done it, well, I've done it in two or three weeks, but in theory, for most newbies starting out, it'll take about a month or so to get it into the store, and that's variable depending upon Apple. Apple could be, say, you know, here's a week, or here's four days, or a day. 
Um, so you never really know the exact amount of time, but usually it's within a week. Um, and, um, and so, so yeah. And then I would, you can also focus on source code. So you can buy existing source code of an app and take that and basically just change the theme, uh, change the name. There's a famous, um, avalanche mountain code for a while and it just had all the gaming functionality and you just buy that. You would change the graphics, you would change the name, you put in some cool uh, theme. I did this uh, sort of A-team theme with like, you know, all kinds of different characters. And so that is like a cheap code. It's like 300 bucks and you can do five apps on it and you can get it in the store. So that's much faster, you know what I mean? So it just depends on if you want to be cash flow faster or if you want to start building a business that you can bolt onto your longer business. You know what I mean? That's that's really the question that you should answer. But um, relatively fast, relatively fast. We're not doing a big, complicated app yet. We're starting small. Right, right. So. right. Okay, cool. Um, by the way, I'm just going to turn off my video just because I just want to make sure the bandwidth is a little bit better. Uh, but I'll just still be yeah. here by voice. Um, but the next yeah, yeah, yeah. next question is. Um, how do you make an app with a very low budget? So let's say you know this person is in school. Is there a way you know to do it very low budget um, starting out? And he also wants to know what app is there a certain app category that you would re maybe recommend uh, for someone to get to get a head start? Got it, got it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, there definitely is a fast way to do it. I would say again, going and buying code is probably the fastest. Um, there also is a way to you know, get code for like businesses, right? You can, go, you can go directly to businesses if you want and get a contract with them before you even build the app. So I've seen that happen too. Then you're not spending any money, you know what I mean? You're just going right to that business and you're saying, oh, I can build you an app and it has, collects email addresses, there's Facebook, there's this, there's that. So you can totally do that uh, angle. But I'd say the fastest way is definitely doing, um, you know, buying existing codes as long as you know what to look out for and it's, and it's somewhat simple. Um, and then, you know, besides that, if you look at, you know, like the, the wallpaper apps, if you look at a pretty simple entertainment or a utilitarian, so keyboard stuff, um, you know, picture apps now are cheaper because they can grab that code and bring it in. So, you know, find something. And, and, and sometimes what I do is I get, I come up with five very different ideas and then I just get quotes because it's a skill. I mean, you want to strengthen that that muscle that allows you to lay out apps in a way to communicate with the developer to get a good price. So I will sometimes I don't know. I said like this, 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 and this. I'll send it out and I'll get the quotes and they'll come back. Um, but I, I typically go with one that not only can I use it for three or four different features, right? I can have three or four different apps out of it. So if it's a camera app and you've got ten filters, maybe I do three apps and that one. One's a selfie one. One is a old school Western one where it just has the Sapia, you know what I mean? Like I figure out which angle to go with and I get into the market as cheap as possible. Um, hopefully in the same area where I want to be in the app business. So I'm not just grabbing assets just to make money that I don't care about. Perfect. All right. Um, so here's a question. You kind of already answered this. You know, they want to know how long it takes. They're asking if six months is a good start. And uh, yeah, that should be more than enough time. But the follow-up question was, I don't know if you know this, but how much does the average app make per month? Um, I don't know that number. That would be an interesting number to find out, that's for sure. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are tons of apps. That, those numbers change so fast because there's so many you. apps coming in. Yeah, let me ask you, what, what's the potential of an app? You know, what's, you know, how much some of the top apps, let's say, out there in the uh, app store, you know, are they making millions of dollars per year, per month? Yes. Like, what, you know, what's possible? Yeah, so some of the top apps are making millions of dollars a month, um, 10 to $20 million a month, easy. Uh, and that's inconsistently. I mean, they're there every month making that much money. And it's just the beginning. So they're buying all this traffic because because they can. Mobile's still at the beginning, right? So it's like they, we haven't even figured out the traffic. It's so fragmented. So these bigger companies, they see that. They're just spending as much as they can on Facebook ads and stuff like that. And uh, and they're raking it in, raking it in. What's, you know what's, um, you know what's yeah. crazy is like, uh, I don't know how it's probably crazier in the u.s but in canada just you know the last year or so i just recall seeing so many commercials on tv for like mobile apps yes. like i've been seeing like this yes. non-stop the arnold schwarzenegger uh, mobile strike game and it's just like <laughs> <laughs> but it's amazing how an app has gotten it's grown that big where they're advertising on tv you know during the super bowl and stuff like that like that's insane it's insane. Yeah, but it shows you that, you know, that it, that customer is worth that amount of money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that's what's, yeah. I don't know why they don't do call to actions with those. I always wonder that. Like, they know that you're sitting watching the commercial. They should just say, now pick up your phone and click in this right now. You know what I mean? There's got to be something there. Totally, yeah. People would download those apps. Oh, for sure. Okay, question from James. Uh, what's the best? Yeah. What's the best advice for an eighteen-year-old wanting to get into the app business? Uh, great question. I would say um, I would say read my book for sure, App Empire, um, and yeah, figure out sort of the best advice I have. Honestly, would be to look at the success stories that are out there of other younger eighteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds. We've got a bunch of students that are you know, from a 10, 11 up to 19. And so, um, you know, I would say let's, you know, put you in that group or, or start networking with, with like-minded, uh, younger, uh, younger, uh, people because you think differently. And that's, what's cool about having a, a younger, um, sort of apprenur because now you're thinking like your own peer group and you can hit the market there and I'll get inspired by other stories um, you know, I got in the app store because I got inspired by two tech, two non-tech guys that made money in apps. I was a non-tech guy, had no idea what I was doing. And so that gave me the inspiration to jump in. So without them, I wouldn't be there. So I would say, um, find out people just like you, network them, read my book, go through App Empire. Obviously, we have a course, which is unbelievable. Um, and if you take that, you'll be way ahead of the game. But find out what you want to do and why you want to do it and uh, and start doing it. Start taking action in it because it's it's here. And what a beautiful time to, to cash in on this next wave of, of mobile. Yeah, and, and just being 18 years old, man, you're, you're ahead of the game. You're definitely ahead of the game, you know. <laughs> I mean, oh, when I was 18 years old, I, I think I was working at like Ben & Jerry's um, in very different situations. Totally, yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, how do you com- how how do you compete with thousands of apps and just make sure you know that you you set you know you stand out uh, you set your app apart from the rest. 
Yeah, it's, so it's pretty easy, actually. You know, a lot of people are all worried about competition. But again, the nice thing about all these apps is that they're telling you what is working. Because you look at their rankings and you're saying, okay, I'm going to model all the successful ones. Like, I can go in a store right now and I can find the best brands and I can see what they're doing, how they're doing it, how they're communicating, what's working, what's not working. And when I do that to, say, five or six different of my competitors, I can pick apart all that stuff and now I can make a better app. Okay, so now that you have a better app, does that mean that you're going to be at the top of the store? Not at all. But we teach marketing, right? That's our whole thing. We know how to make the high value app with the marketing, which is what gives the advantage. And so a lot of the guys that are your competitors, they don't necessarily understand the marketing, right? They're, they're a little low, uh, late to the start with that. And so that's the advantage really is just you can jump in and you can pick your entry point into the app store and make just a little bit better part of the app. And you can make a bunch of money. Even if you here's the cool thing about apps, even if you don't hit the top charts, you still can drop down and be in a category and be down in the charts. But but even if you got, you know, a couple apps doing a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks a day, like that adds up. You know what I mean? Without having to do much, that adds up. And so, you know, that's also something to, to realize is that it's a building cash flow creation game as well. It's looked at as a network, as a portfolio that works together. Right. Okay. Uh, at what point would you start your second app? Uh, that's a great question. I would start my second app when I felt comfortable that my first app is either making money and I have an update schedule for it and I know what to do next, or if it's been a certain amount of time where I've tweaked like a freak a bunch of things um, and, you know, title, icon, screenshot, all those things, price changes. And at that point, I'll optimize it and then I, then I let it go. And then I move on to my next. So that's when I start out, that's what I do. Sometimes I can make a quick app though and use it as traffic and actually do it that way. So that's, that's also sort of um, a move that we can, you know, that you can do depending on, I mean, it's really depending on a few things. Like if you, you know, if you actually launch an app, and, uh, you know, you tweak enough, you tweak like 10, 10 things in our checklist and two months goes by, then I would then focus on a new app because that tells me that something was off. Now you're spending more time and the probability is goes lower as it goes down. Um, or what you can do is you can take the app, uh, app off the store and you can relaunch the app. Sometimes I've seen that work really well is if they take it off, you change one thing. And sometimes it's as easy as just changing a title and then when you launch it, getting your friends and family to give it some stars and say, hey, we love this app, so five or six stars. Sometimes that will, the algorithm will just grab it, you know what I mean? So that is better than sometimes holding on and just waiting for the, the store to, to throw it to the top. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, that kind of leads into, you know, something, a question that I had here, the person, you know, obviously there's risk with anything, but... You know, if the app, let's say, is not selling as much as you like, are there strategies like that that you can maybe uh, still use the, the app you develop but rebrand it, re, you know, try to resell it in some way? Totally, totally. Yeah, so that, that's a great point. So basically, if, if you're launching it, it doesn't do anything, you're making some money, you decide. You know, like I said, most of our apps are made money back simply because 
you know, even if it doesn't hit it out of the park, it's going to make enough money where after a certain amount of time, I'll make my money back on the thing. So I'm not going to be out. Um, but what you can do is you can relaunch it, right? You can cut it off, relaunch it. Or what you can do is you can white label it, you know, or license it out. Because if you build something that's valuable enough, you, there might be somebody else. So there's there's sites like Aptopia, Sell My App, stuff like that. You can go to and you can sell your code to other people. Uh, you can sell it to businesses. You know what I mean? I know somebody that they just built this uh, this massive uh, code. They use it for an app. They didn't make a lot of money on it. They're like, you know what? I want to do something else. Then they sold it to for Ticketmaster for a lot of money. And so there's all these opportunities when you buy code, even if you don't go and make money on your own with it, you know, you just have the code, which becomes an asset. You can get email addresses too, you know, you can get data, which, which people buy. Uh, Avery Photo actually did that. That was their model. They launched and they gave people the free app as an SDK. So you got the app as a developer for free and then they just collected all the data. And then Adobe ended up buying them, I think for like, for like 300 million or something like that, some crazy deal. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool what you can do with apps. Wow, cool. All right, Stacy has three questions. Uh, All right. She wants to know what is a, a ra- what is the ratio of successful, unsuccessful apps that you launch? Ooh, great question. Um, you know, I think it, I think that one. So, I think defining success is probably the first thing we should do because I'm pretty critical now. Like for me, it's not successful if it doesn't hit you know a certain level, like making a lot of money. Um, and so that's changed throughout the years because I get better and better at the apps. But I think successful should be ROI. So, did I get a return on my investment? Right. So. The ones that I actually get a return on, I would is about about ninety five percent of all my apps because I go in low, I go and I get the right market, I price it the right way, I can monetize it the right way, and if it hits, it hits. I make a lot. If it doesn't hit, I still over four, five, six months, I'll get my money back, and then I build up a company and I can sell it. Um, so that's typically what happens. The ones that crush it completely. Um, it's probably about half, 40% or so that crush it. You know what I mean? That right off the bat, I I know exactly that's going to work. Um, and you know, and when they crush it, they're like top 25 doing, you know, doing a lot. So (laughs) hundred thousand dollars a month and you know what I mean? So it's a different, I think different level of success with there. And now, I mean, you'll get the same way once you're in the store. It's like you get expectations because you've done it before. So it's like you get you get the, the app bug, you get excited to launch your app and you wake up and see your downloads and your money on your email the next day. It's a, it's a fun feeling. Yeah, and I'm sure as you gain more experience at this, you just have so much confidence and certainty because you've done it before. You yeah. know exactly before you even do it how much it's going to make yeah. you or how well it's going to do, right? Exactly, exactly, yeah. And once you start getting momentum, like anything, it becomes easier. You know, like you launch an app, you have traffic, you push your traffic to that app. Now that app makes money. And then that app, you push traffic to the next app. So you just start learning how to build out this portfolio. Perfect. Uh, Her next question was, how much generally should you be paying for a good quality reskin with a few features added? Uh, So... A good quality reskin. I'm assuming it's a it's a high level game, um, and so you know that can range 500 bucks up to a thousand. I mean, you can go even higher than that. 
But typically, if you're doing a reskin on that, you know, it would be, again, it's the extent of the game. I don't know how much graphic work and stuff like that, but, you know, I could estimate another $500 for that. And depending on your sounds and what you're taking in or out, maybe another $100 or so. But you can get reskins done pretty, pretty cheaply because they can go in and just change the colors. And if you find some of the characters and you do that work for them, then... You know, typically when I go for a skin or I tell the developer, I'll always tell them I want three out of it. So they're already thinking of other options on how to do that. Cool. Uh, final yeah. question from her was, how much did you earn in your first month with apps? And if you don't mind sharing, you know, how, how has things scaled up since then? Yeah, my first, my first month was around like 13000 my first official month and then my next one was like 17 and then I went down to like nine and I was like, Oh man, what am I going to do? And I was like freaking out because I finally had tasted success. And uh, that, that's when I started creating the system that made me allow me to get that business back. Um, and yeah, I mean, I've brought it all the way up and the most I've ever made um, in, in a month is about 142,000. Um, in one month, that's in the highest one. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's scaled up drastically and, you know, you have a lot of different apps with a lot, that's many companies and that's many apps, right. All working under their own sort of container because I silo them out and they communicate to each other, right. If I have a security, um, sort of suite of security apps and I have a suite of, you know, say first runner game apps and I have a suite of photo apps. They're all siloed. They're all communicating to each other, but I see all the reports. So um, that's just not one app company. It's it's multiple. Wow. And when you started yourself, you didn't have you know a training program like App Empire to walk you through the steps <laughs> and all that too, right? You're just learning from trial and error, right? Yeah. The only thing I had, honestly, was I had to lay in a hospital bed for the whole day for many, many months. And so I, I was a captive audience to apps. I just sat there laying down looking at my phone and taking notes and seeing what was working, what wasn't working. That honestly was my advantage. That's what allowed me to, to take the time to be present, to notice patterns and to capitalize on those patterns. And that's why it's an evergreen model because it's just a pattern recognition and you're able to see what's going on in the store and then use that information to capitalize it for yourself. Um, I didn't know anything about apps I just got an iPhone that day, so I didn't know anything. What I was doing, I upload app. I mean, I was I was such a newbie; it wasn't even funny. Uh, things have changed. It's actually gotten a lot better for people because now you get data. Now there's training courses. Now there's you know, I mean, people that are doing it with you. I didn't have any of that at the time. I was all by myself, and um, you know, it's great. Obviously, it's an amazing business. But now that you have things done for you, where you can wake up and you can see your numbers, it just gives you a whole other level of presence. Uh, in the app store. So, cool. All right, here's uh, someone that has an app business which is earning about four to five thousand per month. They want to know, uh, yeah, and it's got a, around a four point five average rating on all apps, and apps are fitness related. He wants to know how much could he, you know, do you think he could sell it for, and um, how would you go about selling an app? Got it. Yeah. So. $45,000 a month. So it's really depending on the box. I love fitness, the fitness app uh, industry. I think it's, it's pretty big. I've actually invested in it and done really well. Um, 
So typically you've got two buyers. You've got the cash buyer that just wants to jump in and grab an asset and they go by um, from what I've seen about 10 X of last month's revenue. So if you're doing $6,000 a month, he'll give you, you know, 60 to 70, maybe even $80,000 cash right then and there for it. Um, or you can go ahead and send it to a business broker. If you have a, it's an actual business and the, what we teach is develop SOPs, so standard operating procedures. And so that allows you to set it up like you have a business. You've got a team, you've got a document, you have a process that shows a new buyer how he's going to continue or she's going to continue to make money with that business. And then you're talking, you know, now you're getting into multiples, right? You're extending that in there. So that's sort of how you have to look at it. You can do fire sale, you know, cash option, or you can set it up for the real business and go after a business broker um, that will that will buy or sell my app. There's there's lots of sites like that. You can also do that on. Perfect. All right, so we're gonna wrap up here because I think that's the majority of the questions. And again, if you guys want to know more about App Empire, uh, the bonus that I put it, uh, together, you can click the link below in the description, or you can just go to projectlifemastery.com/appempire. Uh, Chad, I guess another question I have for you would just be yeah. a little bit around the mindset because I find, you know, from my experience also, you know, investing in courses and then also uh, offering courses and training to people as well. A lot of people I find it's the mindset that kind of holds them back. There's fear, there's doubt, there's a lack of confidence. Do you have anything? I know yeah. you're a Tony Robbins guy like me, but do you have any tips or advice for someone just on how they can develop their mindset and their self-confidence? Sure. Yeah. It's, um, you know, and it's again that I started for me in the hospital bed. Right. But it's that it's a commitment to rewiring yourself. And so it's, you know, we're, we're creatures of habit and we have to make a commitment and make it easy for ourselves to follow through with that, to make a habit happen. And so for me, it was incantations, uh, whether I was in my bed or when I started walking or, you know, now on the beach, I take my bike and, you know, ride my bike on the beach and, and basically I've got, I mean, I, I went a little ridiculous, but if, I say you do as well. I just took like an ACDC song, threw in my own voice under it. So it's like, I am, you know, this, I am that, all the things that I want. And, and I listen to it as I'm getting exercise riding on the beach and it's just reconditioning. So that becomes your programming. You, you jump up a different frequency and you just take a proactive role in making sure that your mindset is the number one priority because that is the only thing that's going to allow you to win at any game, especially the app game. You know what I mean? Because you're going to be uncertain in life and in things. And, and yeah, the, the mindset piece is, is my most sort of valuable slash fulfilling part of it because I've had to work on myself so much and we all have to work on ourselves but again, I was a guy not having anything, thinking I could never do it, and just miserable. And um, and once you you sort of you know smash through that those fears and and that that wall sort of of like uncertainty and I can't do this. Once you get past it and you look down at wow, I I made that such a bigger deal than it actually was. And and I've seen people do that time and time again, and it's fulfilling and it's a beautiful thing to watch, you know, it's what, what we're made for to become bigger and better than, than ourselves. And so mindset's a part of this course. It's, it's a major part of my philosophy and, uh, and I'm excited for people to, to really make that a priority because even if you never do apps, 
It's something that you can take with you that will affect your relationships, your family, your happiness, your fulfillment, and who you are and how you show up as a human being. Yeah, so. and, and you know, I, I got access to App Empire, and everything is really well put together. It's awesome, but I was really excited to see that you guys, you actually have training and a module, bonus module on mindset, and I think that's yes. like so important. You know, a lot of other courses don't really focus on that, and you get that. You understand, like, you know, the mind. You know, here's the strategy to how to everything's here, but you know, you're also helping people to have the right mindset to ensure that they have success in the program, which I think is, is really, really cool. And one, one way I always kind of look at it myself too, you know, some people, they just kind of get certain things right away and other people it takes a little bit longer. You know, I know for myself, when I went to high school, I was horrible at math, you know, and I, I, I could do all the studying, you know, some people need tutors, they need help with that. And other people, they just get it right away. You know, they don't even have to study or do their homework. They end up, you know, you know, ace in the exams and all that sort of stuff. And I found that the most important thing is, you know, you've got, if you've got the training, you just got to commit to it over the long term and not compare yourself to other people or other people's success, but just go at it at your own pace, step by step. And as long as you do that and you just keep going at it, you'll eventually get it. You'll eventually, and once you have that success, that's like the best feeling in the world. Actually, you know, funny enough, I'm I'm in Phuket right now and uh, there's a, a Starbucks like six years ago, I was working at, and that's when I fa- I made like some of the first sales I remember online in my online business. And uh, really, I was, yeah, I was, I was staying in hostels and everything. And I was just super committed. And I, was, <laughs> I still remember that feeling and like you know being at that coffee shop and it was, it was only like you know a hundred bucks or something like that, but it was like the most powerful feeling in the world. And, uh, yes. and when you when you experience that, it's like. You know, you just then just get your, your mind starts racing of what's possible because all you have to do now is just scale it up or do more. Uh, and it's a pretty cool feeling. It's everything. Yeah, it's it's that like you, you either choose to do it or you choose not to do it. But it's just a choice. At the end of the day, it's just a commitment. It's just a choice. You know that any successful person knows that because they've been in places where they weren't successful. They didn't feel it. So choose to be successful. Choose to take action. And choose to commit to that discipline. And like you said, sometimes it's just starting out for 10 minutes, you know, having your morning routine or, you know, making sure you're spending 10 minutes meditating, whatever it is, just start somewhere and give yourself that luxury because life will become better and become easier for that, for sure. Cool. And maybe the last last question I have for you, uh, for people that are maybe watching this and they have no idea what we're talking about, they haven't even, you know, they don't even know what App Empire is, you maybe want to share maybe real quick what is App Empire and uh, you know what's involved with it. Great, yeah. So App Empire 2.0 is um, basically soup to nuts. Everything that I've learned in the six years of being in the app business, uh, over 150 million downloads with Carter Thomas, who's developed his own system. So we have one ultimate system that allows people to you know basically as a newbie jump in. And make money with apps. So setting up your portfolio, um, you know, we talk obviously about mindset. We talk about how to pick winning app ideas. We talk about market research. Once you have the right idea, we talk about, okay, now that we've qualified this, and here's exactly how you qualify an app idea. So it's like, you know, here's how you disqualify one. Here's how you qualify one. And then once you have that, how do I lay it out? So we show you how to lay it out. And then we give you templates on how to hire your team. We show you which website to go to. We show you which template to actually post so you get the right teammates. 
Then we show you how to, to basically get going with your app and how to test it once you get it back and how to set it up where you're going to make the most amount of money from it. So we go from the beginning of how to pick an idea to all the way at the end to building up a major portfolio that feeds your lifestyle and allows you to get out of the rat race to the point of selling off your company if that's what you want to do, which I recommend you start off your business like you're going to sell it just because then you'll think like that and you'll set it up like that, which will be a lot easier to scale your business. Um, we then have a community, which is our number one thing, because if you look back when we first started, um, the community members, uh, they are been, it's our family, right? So they, we post in our group, say you're launching an app and you're like, Hey guys, I'm launching this, you know, ninja fighting app. I would love a couple of ratings or reviews. Now you have your friends and family plan basically going in and rating your app. So it shoots it up. And if you have a question or concern, you post to them and, and people are helping each other out because that's what we do as part of our family. Um, and then we have this, this software, which I talked about a little bit, uh, but I'm super excited about the software because it's called the App Auto Sni uh, Sniper Software. And what it does is it tracks. So I, I did this the manual way. It took me forever. Um, basically, what it does is it does all the, the work for you. It takes um, the downloads, the fastest app that's just been released. It shows you the amount of downloads it's getting and the amount of revenue. And it shows you the uptake. So you're able to look at a chart and say, holy cow, these 10 apps are surging right now. Why? What's going on, right? So you can see things like Trump. You know, that's a key where people are going on. So you see Trump apps. You see, you know, all these wallpaper apps because this is happening. So it's basically telling you what to do. And you can use that information to make your app idea that you have better or come up with your own app idea immediately. So that software is really cool. It's exciting. It does it all for you. We maintain all that. And uh, and what Carter and I do, which is something a little bit different because we want to make sure people get results. We don't, we don't want it to be like a book that you buy and you leave it on your, you know, you leave it in here and you never grab it again. That would be the worst waste ever. Like we want committed people that are going to go through this course. And so it's set up in a gamified way. So things are unlocked just like an app. So you get these badges for going through it. And, um, and, and we set this up where every single week what we'll be doing is once you go through a module, we jump on a call as a group and we go through what did you learn, what's important, and what questions do you have, right? And so for us, it's great because now, you know, if you have any questions on that module, we can make sure you get it and you take action and you're held responsible, right? You're accountable for that information. So we have eight weeks of calls that we do every single week. We jump on, we answer all of your questions. Um, comes with all of our templates, all of our workbooks, our checklists, our filters, uh, everything. And um, yeah, it's it's some of the best work we've ever done. And you know, we had tremendous amount of success stories on the last uh, one, but this one is a whole new system that's combined with Carter and all of our community what they've learned. So this is uh, it's really exciting to see people already jumping in and and getting excited about it because it's a whole another level. Like this is the next wave, right? So it's great to, to be a part of that next wave. And I'm really, really excited to, to get testimonials, you know, from a couple months from now to see what people are doing. Awesome, man. And I, the feedback I've been getting has been awesome. And I'm so happy that, yeah. you know, we did this together and we did the interview and we Me met too. in Vegas and everything. And, um, and I yeah. knew from meeting you, we had so much in common and you're just awesome guy. You want to sincerely add value. Thanks. You know, you know your stuff. 
Um, so uh, I've been really impressed by you, you know, the program, the training. I'm excited to go through it because and, and, I've had ideas uh, for developing apps as well. Um, and I know a lot of other people are also. So uh, it's been great, man. And uh, one more question because I did get this question once as well. Um, do you guys have any plans of re-releasing App Empire in the future? Uh, we do not. No, no. We um, it's it's closed. The thing is, like you know, it's closed pretty soon. Another day or two, and we're closing it. Um, we put in all this effort to to kind of you know launch this out here for this main reason. Uh, we haven't done anything like this in four years. I don't have any plans to do it. I am an app guy, so I love being an app. That's my main thing. Obviously, I love helping people as well, but. Um, yeah, once it's closed, it's closed, and um, you know, and, and that's sort of it, you know. So it's exciting to be able to do it, and it's also exciting to be able to get the people that are in now and uh, help them grow their businesses while I'm continuing to, you know, sharpen my tools in the app business myself. Cool, cool. All right. So for those of you that are watching this and you want to take advantage of this, then there'll be information below this video, or you can go to ProjectLifeMastery.com/slash. App Empire bonus. Uh, there you'll have uh, instructions on how you can get access and learn more about App Empire. And uh, again, for those of you that might already know, uh, I've been put together a pretty cool bonus offer for um, some resources that I think can help you guys along in your journey. Because you know, I've been into uh, business and marketing for several years now, and I can definitely help with the mindset, with marketing, with setting up a business, a lot of those things. And I put together. Uh, a little exclusive community uh, for people that are part of Project Life Mastery. So you can be a part of Chad's community as well, but also a little Facebook group, uh, you know, just to interact with myself and uh, a few other people to go on this journey um, with other people with as well. So again, guys, uh, yeah. yeah. I got to tell you, man, you I've watched you. That's, a, that's an incredible bonus. I want to thank you for it. And I've been watching, since we met, I've been watching your stuff, and I am super impressed with you as well. And I see the work that you have, the dedication, the, the, the care you have for your people. And so, you know, not only is that a great bonus, but I also just want to honor you for that. Just the little amount that we've talked and I've seen you and got to see your work. I'm, I'm super impressed, and I'm really thankful that you're doing the work that you're doing uh, in this world. So, awesome, man. keep well, on rocking. I mean, my, my whole mission is to help as many people as possible and, and share yeah as much as possible as well. So things that I'm learning, resources I get access to, great opportunities, I wanna help as many people as possible with that. So Yes, I see that. Awesome, man. Thank well, you. Again, thank you again so much uh, for taking the time and uh, I'd love to hear what people think. Leave a comment below. Uh, again, App Empire's closing in you know two days or so. Uh, after that, there's no plans of it reopening again. The bonuses will go away, away after that as well. So. If, uh, if you're committed to this, you want to make a change, then I think this is one of the best ways to get started. So thanks again, Chad, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, brother. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.